welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of real estate investing advice. I'm your host, Victor Menashe, and we're going to continue our series on development, but today from a slightly different perspective. We talked earlier in the week about how to hire an architect. Today, we're going to talk about how to hire an attorney, but we're not going to do it in the usual way. We're going to actually be interviewing an attorney. This is Mr. George Ross, and you might remember him as the co-star of The Apprentice TV show for many seasons as Mr. Trump's right-hand man and advisor. So let's listen to what George has to say. So George, you've hired many attorneys over the years, and many of them have worked for you directly. You were advising a business person on how to hire an attorney. What should they look for so that they're getting someone who's a real value add and not just an expensive spell checker? Well, that's a, that's, that's, that's a very good uh, good question, and unfortunately one that, that most people don't don't think about. But I, what what I found in in meeting with a lot of the attorneys that they were there that they didn't know the first thing about their the client's business, and I thought this is terrible. How can you represent somebody if you don't understand his business? You're not a businessman. You don't understand what 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 motivates them. It, you can get the best set of documents, but they're useless because you don't understand the business. And you, so what I'm saying to all the people basically the Get a lawyer who understands your business and what you are trying to accomplish. Then they can prepare documents or give you the advice which will be in line with what uh, with what you want to do. Now, I had to learn this the hard way. I knew real estate law. I was a good lawyer. But I didn't know the first thing about business until I got involved with two multimillionaires in real estate. And all of a sudden, I, realized, I, I came to the conclusion Hey, this is the, they're in business. This is not the law. They're in business, and I have to learn the business if I am going to basically properly represent them. That's the the lawyer that any people should, anyone should get. Get somebody who understands what you are trying to accomplish in your business. You know, so much of the law today is, I'll, I'll say, is template based. You know, for example, if you're doing a private placement memorandum, or if you're setting up, let's say, an operating agreement for for a new entity, the days of having to spend tens of thousands of dollars drafting new agreements, I think those days are largely over. Where where would you direct an attorney to, to focus? Well, I would direct it very simple at this to learn at this point the business and then understand what your what the client's needs are and then negotiate to obtain those needs. Don't go do something that is unrealistic. The best document that any any lawyer can draw is one that they put in the drawer and never see again. Have a problem, get on the phone, speak to the other side and say, hey, Joe, I got this problem. I'd like to sit down and talk with you. We've got to solve it. And then the two parties get together and they could solve it face-to-face without lawyers. Litigation is absolutely the last result. Yeah. That's the worst. Yeah, for sure. So, George, you mentioned in a previous talk that we had that as a young lawyer, you left money on the table in negotiations and that sometimes more experienced lawyers on the other side of the deal may like to do business with you because of this. Now, looking back, can you pinpoint a specific scenario? Tell me what you should have done differently or done instead. Well, that's a very good question. And uh, yeah, in, uh, as a young lawyer, I, t- I left a lot of money on the table, which I didn't realize at the time uh, that I could have done better, that I could have negotiated better, that there were avenues that could have been opened that I never really saw. And as far as mm-hmm. the other lawyers were concerned, yes, it's their job to do the best they can for their clients. So the more money or the better deal they make, that's what they get paid for, and they like it. Uh, from yeah. my standpoint, it was just lack of knowledge that this was available, and you could win so many so many things, not from being a lawyer, but from being a much better negotiator, so that you understand 
what would impress the client of the lawyer on the other side, because the client will carry the day, not the lawyer. So, George, when you had that little aha moment that said, oh, I left something on the table, what was that experience like? It was a terrible feeling in the pit of my stomach. <laughs> because at that point, I was just, I was, I was inadequate. In other words, I said, wait a minute, I think I got a pretty good brain. How could I do that? Right, right. At this, I just didn't realize what the other side was tr was trying to accomplish. Yeah, they were they were picking my pocket, and I didn't realize it. And I said I should have been smart enough to see that. And it's a terrible feeling to feel that you're inadequate in what you do. That's uh, it's very humble. Wow, well, that was amazing. I hope you enjoyed today's talk with George. As you're thinking about how to hire an attorney, go out, have a spectacular day make some great things happen, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.